Yo, before we get into this podcast, I want to ask for a huge favor from you. And that is if you have or you are getting value from this podcast, if you were to leave us a review or subscribe, it would mean the world. And quite frankly, selfishly, it's because I want to, we want to continue sharing these conversations, this medicine with the world. And when you leave a review, when you subscribe, it's a vote. And we would love to have your vote. Nonetheless, thank you so much and enjoy. It is time to talk about morning routines and more specifically how to create morning routines or rituals that are flexible and feel like a fuck yes. Why you air quote should or shouldn't avoid your phone first thing in the morning, which I have a controversial opinion about. My personal top practices to start the day with peace clarity and a whole bunch of energy but like you know a handleable amount of energy like that much and why i recently have thrown out all of my rituals and routines i hope you enjoy and we will see you on the other side Does your morning routine or the way that you start your day feel like a fuck yes? Does it inspire you? Does it aliven you? Does it have you feel the way that you want to feel and be the infinitely capable human being that you're capable of being? Which in my eyes is you're just dope as fuck. Does the way you start your day aliven that for you? I can tell you that for a good period of my life, Mine certainly wasn't that way. But when I started to take on how I started my day, having a ritual or routine in how I decided to start my days, that really changed. And that's why this podcast is, or rather what this podcast is going to be all about. I had a number of people ask me about what is your morning routine? What is your morning ritual? How do you start your day? And that's what this is going to cover. And more specifically, what are, for my experience having played around with optimizing and trying different practices, rituals, etc. for five plus years or so. What are some of the don'ts? What are some of the do's? Some of the things to consider? And also throwing in some, just like a simple template, a simple way that we can start to either start a morning routine or ritual or perhaps maybe even improve or refine what we already have. And also, make sure you stay to the end because I am going to share, even though this is all about habits, routines, and rituals, why I've recently actually thrown all of my morning routines and rituals out the window. If that's not exciting enough to stick around for, I don't know what is, but I think it's great. But nonetheless, as I was mentioning, I've been playing around with optimizing and routines and rituals for the past five plus years or so. And for me, the reason why I started playing this game was because I realized that If I start my day with intention, then I'm more likely to live my day with intention. And when I live one day with intention, I'm more likely to create a string or a series of those days where I live with intention. A day turns into multiple days, turns into a week, turns into a month, turns into a quarter, turns into a year, turns into a life lived with intention. And when I say creating a fuck yes, it's because 
when I, when we start our day with a fuck yes, everything else, even in the moments when it's challenging, uncertain, or maybe it doesn't feel like a fuck yes, we can always anchor to, right, I can start my days and end my days with a fuck yes. And today we're going to be talking about the starting our day with a fuck yes. And before we get into all of that, it's a couple things. One is, as the quote from Bruce Lee says, absorb what is useful, discard what is not, and add what is uniquely your own. Meaning, I'm going to share a number of different tips, practices, strategies, some of the scientific data of the things that I've learned around why these practices are so helpful. And if it doesn't resonate, don't take it. If it does, do. And if parts of it do, great. Shift it, change it, make it yours. None of this is meant to be the great way or the final way or the greatest of them all. I'm not here to convince you that. I'm just sharing you some of the things that have really helped me to be moving in the direction of my fuck yes life in a way that I never have before. And starting my day with a fuck yes is how we do that. So second thing, last thing before we get in, let's take a deep breath. Wherever you're at, driving or not, just taking a deep inhale through the nose. And let me go. The breath brings us back and back and back and back. So I mentioned that I started my journey five plus years or so. It was actually longer than that. I really started getting into personal development, mindset, habit, biology, neuroscience optimization. Sometime around high school and into college, I started reading books and listening to audio clips and motivational videos from people like Jim Rohn, Tony Robbins, later on, Dr. Joe Dispenza, Andrew Huberman, just all the different people, the the wizards, if you will, the people who just were doing really cool, great shit. It's like the saying, as the saying goes, if if you want to be a millionaire, then you study and practice the ways of a millionaire. If you want to have an incredible loving relationship, then you study people who are doing that. And that's what I did. And most of the people, if not all the people who I studied, I'm going to say all the people that I studied who were successful were intentional with their morning routines or rituals. Some of them got up earlier. Some of them got up later, but there was a consistency that they were intentional with how they started their day. So I started playing that game and it dramatically shifted my life and my results because I recognized that my, the way that I started my day became an anchor a point in time where I could say from this point forward, I'm going to start with intention. I'm going to do everything else or as much as I can with intention. And it's gotten me to the point now where my rituals are, they just catapult me in terms of catapults me in the direction in terms of the results that I want to produce. But it's also what's really cool is allowed me to create what I'm referring to as morning routine flexibility, because for the past few years, I've been doing rituals and routines that are about three ish hours long. And I'd be like, holy shit. That's a long time. And yes, it is. And it's not always that way. Sometimes it's an hour. Sometimes it's 30 minutes. Sometimes it's 10 minutes. Sometimes it's three minutes. Sometimes it's one minute. Point is, is that if we practice in a particular way, we can create routines that can meet our varying lifestyle needs and demands. Because as you know, if there's anything that is consistent about life, it's that it's always changing always evolving. And so should the way that we do our routines, our routines, our rituals, our practices. So in terms of the 
material itself to get into. Again, just a quick reminder that in any of this, there is no right way or wrong way to do morning routines or rituals. Actually, there is. The right way is the best way that's for you. And the wrong way is the one that's not best for you. So take all of this with a grain of salt and make it your own. Let's talk about some of the considerations when it comes to starting our day with a morning routine or ritual. Some people might say, I am not a morning person. Great, you don't need to be. However, the cool thing is about it being a morning routine is you could do it at four, five, six in the morning. I'm one of those people, didn't always used to be one of those people. Or it could be seven, eight, nine, ten, or eleven. Great. You might say, Well, I stay up really late and I don't really wake up till noon. Great. Then that means that noon is when your morning is. Because really, morning is just the start of our day. Although, you know, the sun comes up and the sun comes up and the sun goes down. Metaphorically speaking, when it goes down, our rhythm, our circadian rhythm should match that of our lifestyle. So the morning routine, you can call it an afternoon routine. I don't really care what you call it. It doesn't really matter. It's about making it work for you. And if you need to do it a little bit later, that's fine. Do it in a way that works for you. Another consideration. I got kids. I got family. I got other people who I'm responsible to. Great. So do I. And so do every other human on the planet, pretty much. And the cool thing about this is, is that we can still always start our day with a little bit of time for ourselves. You might say, I don't have time. It's like, well, we don't have time. We make time. And even if it's one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes, when we make a point to start our day by investing in ourselves, as Alex Hormozzi says, investing in the SNME 500, that's how we create a life that lights us the fuck up. Not one where we're always people pleasing, always putting ourselves last, especially when it comes to something like our kids and our family, because we are consciously or unconsciously planting the story that our needs should always come last. And personally, I don't agree. I think that our needs should come first. Ooh. Someone might not like that. That's okay. Don't need to agree. It's just my thought. My thought is, is that when we invest in ourselves first, we are filling up our cups so we can come fully nourished to every single person, whether it's our kids, our job, our coworkers, our friends, whomever it is, when we invest in ourselves and fill our cup, we show up more fully as the highest expression of who we are for the people that we love and care about most. Whether that's one minute, five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour, we can always make time. It's just starting to deal with the subconscious belief that we're not worth investing in. Maybe. Not everyone's going to have that. I definitely have. So, no excuses. And if we have reasons for why we can't, maybe the game to play is having reasons for why we can. Why can I make the time to invest in me? Another consideration. I have a job in the morning. Great. Refer to everything else that I just said before. Wake up a little bit earlier. Do just something, anything for yourself before you go and start investing in other people's businesses before you invest it in yourself. Because every single second, minute, hour, day that we go to work, we're investing in someone else's dream. I'm asking you to consider investing in your own dream. Invest in your own fuck yes. And then if you want to have more routines, rituals, or practice, or other shit that you want to do, 
plan it after your work. You're like, I don't want to get up an hour early. Don't. One minute, five minutes, ten minutes. All of it. All of it adds up. It's compound. But it's more about consistency. Again, starting our day mindset with I invest in me first creates a new story, a new belief called, wow, I'm worth investing in. I'm fucking dope. I'm worth that. Making that a priority. Okay. Now talking about some of the morning routine don'ts. Again, this is just from my own experience. One thing is this, and this is going to be a paradox. I'm going to kind of like double back on this. This will be kind of fun. Do not, this is by the way, actually I want to just preface this. Most people have different opinions about this one. I've got a potentially controversial one that I really love. Don't use your phone within the first hour of the day. That's what most people say. For me, it's dot, 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 unintentionally. Don't use your phone within the first hour of the day unintentionally. Checking texts, checking email, checking social media. Any of the things that take us out of our world and put them into someone else's world. When I check my email looking for work emails and all of a sudden I get roped into all the things that Tammy or John or whomever said that needs to get done. Okay, that's pulled me out of my presence. Texting, friend says something that triggers me. Oh, you still owe me this hundred bucks or, oh, it really frustrated me when you, you know, talked over me in this conversation, whatever it is, social media, comparison, validating, whatever the thing is outside of ourselves that is pulling us out of our own energy first thing in the morning sends us into a stress response. It starts to cue stress hormones in a way that pull us out of our embodied experience, which is why we don't want to start with that. We don't want to start with being in other people's worlds. We want to start with being in our own. Another thing is picking practices that drain us. Do not pick practices. Do not put things in the start of your day that drain you. I've done this and it fucking sucks because instead of it being something that is priming you for your day, it's something that is draining you and setting a mindset and a way of thinking for the rest of our day that is, oh, I just got to get through this. Well, we don't want to start with our start our day with the energy of, I just want to get through this because then the rest of our day, week, month, year, life is, I just want to get through this. We don't want that. Got to do it with intention. And the last thing is overcommit. Don't overcommit, especially if you're starting this for the first time or you've been doing a routine, you're trying something different. Don't overcommit, meaning don't try to take on too many practices for too long. The best thing to do is to start really small. Because if we overwhelm ourselves up front, it will, we won't follow, we're less likely to follow through. And then when we don't follow through, we're more likely to beat ourselves up, make ourselves wrong. And then we feel like crap even trying it. So then we retreat to safety because our nervous system's like, hey, yo, this felt better before we started doing this. We started doing this. We started feeling like crap. Well, it's not because the practices typically. It's because we didn't set ourselves up for success. Best to start small and do not overcommit. I'm already getting into the do's now. So why don't we just transition to the do's? Some of the do's. So we said don't use your phone within the first hour unintentionally. One of the do's, I'm gonna say this isn't like a do, it's more of like an optional, is using your phone within the first hour intentionally. I'll give an example. Most people say, just don't. I'm like, okay. Well, most mornings I use my phone for some kind of audio, whether it is a meditation, 
or listening to music in terms of like a meditation or breathing exercise or doing some kind of like priming exercise. Like I really love Tony Robbins priming exercise on YouTube. It's totally free. It's great. Check it out. YouTube, Tony Robbins priming. It's great. These practices all help me to really tap in and tune in. I don't use them every morning, but it's not uncommon for me to use that within the first hour. And I don't think that's a problem. I think the problem is, is we have to have, it's not really a problem, but we need to have self-awareness. If I am the type of person who has not developed the type of discipline necessary to use my phone first thing in the morning with intention, if I, if I struggle to do that, then I shouldn't, I shouldn't use my phone first thing in the morning. I haven't practiced that discipline. It's too easy for me to want to go check my text, WhatsApp, email, YouTube, whatever I need to check, or at least I feel I need to check. Don't do it. But if we have discipline and we know we can stay away from it, use it with intention. Use it in a way that serves you. I do. It's helpful. Not everyone needs to, though. That's okay. That's why I say it was optional. Second one, say this would be like less optional and more like, this is a good idea. And that is to be intentional with your ritual. Making sure that what we are doing is, again, filling us the fuck up and remembering that how we do a thing is more important than what we do. Meaning if I am committing to, let's just say meditation, that's what I want to do. But how I'm being about it is this sucks. I don't want to do this. I suck at meditating. I'm not good. I never practiced this skill. Ugh. Well, now we're taking our yum, our fuck yes morning ritual. We're making it a yuck and we don't want to yuck our yum especially not first thing in the morning to so making sure again, that it's being created from a fuck yesness. Like, yeah, that lights me up. I like this. Another do morning routine flexibility. I mentioned that I have a three hour, one hour, 30, 10 minute, three minute, one minute, different rituals, routines. That's because I have morning routine flexibility. I know that on the days that I have more time, I like to have big, expansive routines that cover everything I could possibly want to do. If I were to give you a quick summary of that, this is the one I've been doing for a long time, and now I've been adjusting. And that was, I would get up, I'd empty out, flush my body, whatever I needed to do. Water, drink water, Himalayan salt, lemon, get into that a little bit. Do some kind of meditation or priming or breath work. I would lean into like kind of cleaning up my space. Actually, before that, I would get in like goal setting, intentions, etc. Cleaning up the space, reading for 30 minutes, studying some kind of material for another 30 minutes to 45 minutes, exercising for about an hour, getting sunlight and running for about another half an hour. Come in, clean the kitchen, let out the dogs, make sure everything that I need to do for myself was being done first thing in the morning. Take me a few hours. And I felt feel great when I do that. And I get all those things done. Like, wow, I've just done a lot in the first you know, few hours of my day. It feels great. And wasn't always the best because some mornings I got to get right into whatever I need to do. So then I was able to get it down to three minutes. What was the most important things that I needed to do for myself to feel good as fuck? And that is why I think it's really important to develop morning routine flexibility. Start small, expand from there. When it comes to specific practices. There are a number of practices that I play with and now more than ever, I variate them. But some of the ones that I really love and enjoy are one, water. Water hydration is one of the first things I do in the morning. Cup of water, 
lemon, freshly squeezed lemon, Himalayan salt. We dehydrate and demineralize while we sleep. This helps to rehydrate and remineralize. So our, especially our cognitive functions, but our not only psychological or mind aspects, but also our physiological body is starting to get warmed up. From there, I another practice I really enjoy and started doing more recently is silence. Starting my day with nothing. Not meditating, not yoga-ing, not dancing, nothing. The reason why I started doing this is because it helps me to get connected to what my mind and my body are feeling in that morning, whether it's lots of thoughts or certain sensations. Maybe I need to move through something somatically. And it gives me an opportunity to just do an audit. Instead of just do, 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 I start with being because I want my doing to flow from my being, not my being from my doing. Because if I just do, 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 I get anxious, stressed, overwhelmed. Starting with being helps me to slow down. So start with silence. Goals. I like to set goals and gratitude. Goals and gratitude. I like to do that as well. Writing down things I'm grateful for, connecting to the energy of my gratitude. And then once I've connected to that gratitude, creating goals, connecting that energy to the goals, the things that I want to get done that day, the most important things. I like to read. I like to learn. I like to learn and I like to read. So for a little while, I was doing a course on speed reading, how to double, triple, quadruple reading speed. And then I would read because that was a way for me to learn, expand my brain, my consciousness, and also practice to actually do the thing. Exercise. Exercise is very, just training, you know, hand balancing, handstands for a bit. And that varies as well, what I'm focusing on. Uh, and then after that, I would also really enjoy running, cardiovascular, just light running, not nothing heavy, just like 10, 15 minutes, go for a light jog, get my body moving nice and lubricated. Again, kind of getting mind and body prepared for the day. And uh, typically I'd like to end that with sunlight, getting indirect sunlight into the eyes, starting at the, uh, as early into the day as we can, as close to the sun rising as we can for a number of reasons. One, sun viewed early in the morning allows us to flush out leftover melatonin and adenosine that has us feel tired, sleepy, groggy, not really fully prepared for the day. And also helps to increase serotonin to boost felt sense of relaxation and calming. It also helps with the regulation of dopamine, the goal-seeking neuromodulator that helps us to go and get shit done. It serves another of other functions, but essentially what morning sunlight does is it sends a signal from through received through our eyes from brain to body to hey, it's time to wake up, start to get mobilized, sun's rising. If you know, metaphorically speaking, sun's rising, it is time to get ready for the day. It's time to do the damn thing. And uh, if you listen to Dr. Andrew Huberman, he'll tell you that there are a few practices that he makes a point and heavily speaks about on a regular basis being the most important. This is one of them, because when we have a regular regulated circadian rhythm, we feel more consistently as the highest expression of ourselves, not strung out, anxious, depressed, etc. Really helpful there. And another one that I know that practices wise that some people are not super keen on is cold therapy, whether that is a cold shower, sticking my face in a bowl of ice water or an ice bath. Any of these are some of my absolute favorites 
non-negotiables that I do for myself, because although it's not the most comforting thing first thing in the morning, I do also believe and subscribe to doing the hard thing first. And one of the you know hard things is exposing myself to cold, because if I know I do the hard thing, I feel better, but also because cold therapy has the ability to decrease the amount of stress hormones flooding into our body whilst also increasing alertness and focus, energy, and generally speaking, feeling motivated and energized for the day, I'm not typically going to miss it because I like feeling good as fuck. And cold showers, no matter how you feel about it, is one of the quickest ways to shake lethargy and what is referred to as sleep inertia, which is that Oh, feeling heavy and groggy first thing in the morning, cold showers, face in ice or, you know, ice bath. One of the quickest ways to start the day feeling good, really, really, really good. Which brings me to an idea for how to potentially start your day. I'm going to give a general template here again. None of this is meant to be like what you should or shouldn't do. I'm just kind of laying out what I would say are my most important practices, if I did nothing else and I only had, say, three minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, this can really scale in terms of how long it's going to be. But the practices that I would take on are one, hydrate, water, Himalayan salts, personally, or um, lemon juice, fresh lemon juice, and Himalayan salt. I'm going to do that. Two, silence, even if it's just for a minute. Silence, gratitude, and goals being grateful, connecting to that energy and setting goals or a goal. The most important thing that I want to get done today, case in point today, I connected to gratitude. And then I said, what is my biggest goal? My biggest goal was to record this podcast because I've been putting it off and I wanted to do it. And ironically, this is in the beginning of my day. So you're kind of seeing like the, how it all flows together. I like to start with that, pick a goal, set my goal, clean up my space, and then from there, I like to do some reading, but I would say like, not necessarily, that's not a necessity. You know, if we're in terms of like the routine, it's like water, just have brain fart, ah, water, silence, goals and gratitude. If the sun is up, and this is kind of like one of those things that depends on when you get up. If the sun is up, I would put the sun before most of these. Like these are kind of some of the things where it's not like perfectly easy to just say, go do this right first thing in the morning. Cause some of us wake up and it's still dark out. I'm one of those people. And sometimes it's later in the day. And if it's later in the day, I'm going to probably try to go and get sun as soon as I can, but sunlight's going to be another one. Definitely get sunlight. The amount that you need time-wise is really dependent upon the, uh, the exposure as it relates to like cloudiness, raininess and all of that. Because if it's like a good, nice sunny day, five to 10 minutes, you're good. Slightly overcast 10 to 20. And if it's like pretty rough out 20 to 30, I know it's not always the easiest, so there's artificial ways of doing that. But typically speaking, at least from a habit building standpoint, best thing to do is to go out and aim. And this is where I started. Try to be out there one to three minutes looking in the direction of the sun, uh, not looking at the sun because we could do retinal damage. And we don't want to do like, if you're like having to cry and squint, probably potentially doing damage. Uh, and then a cold shower. Gotta start the, for me, gotta start the day with a cold shower. So if I summarize that, one, water, two, silence, three, goals and gratitude, four, maybe like light exercise slash movement, or just like kind of like moving the body around with some sunlight, 
and five, a cold shower. Those are probably my go-to, go-to, go-to's. And if I will whittled it down even more, it would be water, sunlight, movement, and cold. That is how I would personally, I do start my day. And again, it scales up and scales down. But the important thing here is to take at least one thing and to start there. If you want to start with that little practice protocol, great. That's a great place to start. Now, some final thoughts as we start to wrap this up. One thing is remember that there's no right way or wrong way. And the best thing to do is to start small, build the habit first, and then refine. And a lot of people make this mistake, myself included, where we try to optimize, make it perfect, make it the best it can be right up front. I'm going to go to the gym five days a week for an hour. And guess what? The vast majority, 80 to 90%, not more, will not follow through. And that goal will have been within a couple of months, if not certainly within a year, will have fallen off. Create habit first, optimize, refine after. Two, being intentional with your ritual. Be intentional, have it be a fuck yes, have it be something you're excited about. Three, morning routine flexibility, allow it to scale up and scale down as your time in your day, create space for. Four, Start slowly, rather start small, build slowly and be compassionate. Because there's gonna be times when we set goals and intentions for routines and rituals and we're not always gonna hit them exactly the way that we thought that we would have liked to. And that's where compassion is really important to compassionate and not complacent. Meaning I might not hit it perfectly, that's okay. Recommit and show up the next day. Not, oh, I didn't do it, oh well. That's the complacency. That's how we don't follow through. Got to be able to have both, right? Encouraging ourselves and also not coddling at the same time. And if it's not a fuck yes, then it's a fuck no. You know? Have it be something that lights you up. Have it be something that is the impetus for the desire, like a fire, to build that says, hey, I want to do my day my life with more intention, more love, more of a fuck yes. Now the irony about all of this with morning routines or rituals is that at the top of the conversation, I said, stick around because I was going to tell you about why I've recently thrown out all of my routines or rituals. Let's talk about it. Recently in the past few months or so, I say few months, it's really been like closer to like half a year. I have been moving through a lot of anxiety, a lot of physical heaviness in my heart space and body. And through reflection with one of my brothers while going through a trauma-informed breathwork container, something that he was asking me about was my morning routines and rituals, all the different practices I'm taking on. I was like, yeah, a lot of times it takes, you know, three-ish hours or so. And a question that he put to my heart was, do you need to be doing all of those things. And at first my brain was like, well, yeah, I mean, this is how I'm going to achieve my goals and, and be productive, etc." And as I reflected upon it earlier and he discerned very acutely was that I had subconsciously created the belief that I wasn't enough or doing enough unless I had done all of these rituals, routines, and practices. And that I was doing practices 
I didn't necessarily need to do as consistently as I was doing them and almost creating something to be anxious about versus having my habits, rituals, and routines be things that support me in making sure that I felt the most nourished I could at the start of my day. And that is when I started the practice of nothing. The practice of doing absolutely fucking nothing before I do anything else first thing in the morning. Of course, I like clear out, drink some water. But outside of that, I just sit down in silence. I check in with myself. What do I need? What's my body telling me? What's my head telling me? Feeling a little tired. Okay, what can I do for that? I can do a cold shower. I can get some sunlight. Okay. I'm feeling really, really, really upbeat and anxious. Okay. Maybe a warmer shower because that'll cool me down. Maybe barefoot walk. Because now my routines, rituals, etc., that I've built habits around, I built a lot of experience around, I've now created this malleability. I didn't I didn't need to have those incredibly long rituals every day. And right now I haven't. And there will be a point where I will. It's that flexibility. It's the ability for me to be flexible or to be malleable with my needs. And I'm so grateful that my brother reflected that back to me because now I'm having my rituals be something that really are for me like they were in the beginning. But in that journey in between, I had forgotten that, that they're really meant to be for me. So how that all connects here and why I threw out all my rituals is because I realized that they were working to me disadvantageously because I just wasn't prioritizing what I needed, my nervous system really needed, which was to slow the fuck down. Now, my routines and my rituals are now a little shorter. Sometimes they'll be longer. Point is, is that my hope is that what is being left is that our rituals really should be for us in a fuck yes. If they aren't, then having, maybe it's the humility, but at least the patience and understanding to allow them to mold and evolve with us as we mold and evolve. So I'm not telling you that you shouldn't do a morning routine or ritual and you should never do them and that I don't do them anymore. That's not the case. It's more so to make sure that they, as I say it in redundancy, that they are a fuck yes. Because when they are a fuck yes, then we can create a fuck yes life. One second, one minute, one hour, one day, one week, one month, one quarter, one year, and so on at a time. Let's not have this conversation be another one where we listen to something. We're like, oh, that's a good idea. That's insight, but we don't take new action. Because the distinction between an insight and a breakthrough, between I, kn- I, I understand or I hear a thing and I, I know and I embody a thing, is action. So... What I would like to propose is that you pick one thing out of everything you've heard, pick one thing that you want to take on and commit to it newly. Seven days, seven day challenge is one of the things I love. Make it very small, one small seven day tiny commitment that you can get a win and do that fucking thing because you are worth investing in.
You are so fucking important. You are so infinitely valuable and you are worth that. Pick one thing, commit to it for seven days. And if you're feeling courageous, send me a DM, send me a DM, send me a direct message on Instagram at follow the wolf and the E and the is a three or an email wolf at wolfcastillo.com. I just want to, I want to hear, I want to know what you're up to and what you're about. And ultimately I just want your life to be as much of a fuck yes as possible as I'm learning how to create that for myself. I want to share what is coming through for me. As always, I am incredibly grateful for your ear. You took any amount of time to listen to anything that I had to share. And again, none of this is meant to be truth. It's just what's true for you. So as always, continue to find, follow, and live your truth. One step at a time, we're actualizing who we came here to be. That limitless remembrance of dopeness and fuck yesness and everything else. I love you so much. I appreciate you. And I can't wait till the next one. Peace, fam. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode supported and inspired your journey to greater healing and feeling fully alive. If you haven't already, please subscribe and share this with someone you love. And in case you forgot, you are dope, you are loved, and you are enough. Thank you for existing. Peace.